In episode 81, we recap our visit to the whiskey show at Old Billingsgate this Sunday, our first whiskey event. Yep, two days later, and I've still not recovered. So today, we're going to do a little debrief what we learned, who we met, what our highlights, including our dram of the show. We'll be posting photos and maybe videos of our experiences from the Whiskey Show throughout the week on our social media platforms at Whiskey and Things Podcast on Instagram and at Whiskey and Things on Facebook and Twitter. And if you're at the show, please say hello. Come and say hello on all those social media platforms as well. We'd just love to hear from you and hear what you thought about the show. You're listening to Whiskey and Things with Nick Kent and Dave Giles. Welcome to episode 81. I am Dave Giles. And I think I'm Nick Kent still. Nick, um, Nick, don't don't make me drink any whiskey today. But this week's whiskey, please. Dave, we're trying a, a cask yeah, strength uh, no. compass box. Um, what we that's what we decided. You can't change the no. can't change it now. No. Please, please, no, not, no not, Nick, no. We're not drinking today, everyone. Um, we're having a bit of a recap of the whiskey show we went to on Sunday. We were supposed to record this yesterday on Monday, but neither of us were in a fit state to do that. I think it's fair. To well, we say. were. We could have. Um, I just I was driving back to Manchester yesterday, so I got back quite late. And after the day we'd had and the morning we'd had, it was tiring. So we're now doing this on Tuesday morning, um, which is Tuesday afternoon, actually. Wow. Tuesday afternoon, um, yeah. <laughs> we don't usually do this. It's usually a Monday, and then I've got... It's morning for us, we're musicians, mate. Oh, yeah. Woke well, <laughs> up at the crack of noon. But, uh, oh, mate, what a great day, though, right? It was a great day. It was a great day. Um, yeah, going to have a little bit of a recap. How are you feeling now, Dave, before I get put a little sting in? I'll, I'll be honest, I'm still a little bit meh. A little bit meh, yeah. It's a little bit meh. That was a lot of whiskey we drank that day. Yes. And uh, my body isn't used to it. Um, hmm. So I, I I think that's a fair assumption to, to say, Ugh. I don't know how people do three days of that. Well, I think we would have been all right. In terms of how we feel... Now and the next day, it was down to what we drank after the whiskey show, I think, because we went for a few beers afterwards. When we left, we were just kind of a bit buzzed. We weren't drunk, drunk. It was just a nice, no, you know, no, we'd been I, drinking twice as much water as we were whiskey throughout the day. And it was no, a nice, we gentle buzz fairness. throughout the day. And when we left, we were we were fine. It's because we went out afterwards, you know, and um, yeah, socialised, as you do. And that's just yeah. a night out. That's, that would have happened anyway if we weren't even at the whiskey show. But, but I think that I think that was made worse by how much whiskey we had drunk slowly over the course of the day. You're right. Yeah, probably. Both buzzed yeah. when we left. We definitely weren't drunk. But you yeah. know, when you put that much whiskey in your body... We should also have gone for something to eat afterwards as well. Yeah, We didn't eat yeah. either. And that's, that's no. an issue, isn't it? I wasn't anyway, hungry all day. That was the issue. Anyway, we're no. going to that, maybe. Before we start, Nick, about our views on this, I just want to let people know that, that Matt McKay, who we met when we went to Bimba, Yes, uh, he's got a he's got a blog called the Dramble, which is very good. And we bumped into Matt when we first got to the whiskey show, and he's done this wonderful article about the whiskey show and what it meant to him. Oh, okay. Uh, I retweeted it, um, and it, it's just really nice. It's a really good read. Um, cool. And, and I I think it sums up how I feel about it as well. So yeah, it's essentially he's saying that we we have all drink we've all drunk some amazing whiskey. There's lots of great things we've we've experienced, but the key thing about this is the people. Hmm. And having done Zoom chats for most of the last year and a half and FaceTime to actually get some real FaceTime with people really made a difference. And I think I think that's how I feel. Obviously, we're going to go through who we who we bumped into, but that's how I feel about the whole thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. It was just really nice. Everyone looks slightly different. Did you notice that? Everyone looks a little bit different in real life compared to what they do on Zoom. Yes, yes. Um, Dave Worthington. I was. I didn't know he was that tall. He's got a presence to him. He's a. He's a tall man on on Zoom and the videos. He. He's obviously just sat in his chair and he's a tall man. Um, but yeah, I know. And David means. Robinson is the most dapper man I've ever met. <laughs> he was on the posh stool. He was doing the fancy stuff that day. Uh, but yes, yeah, he yeah. was dapper. All right, should we get into it? Yeah, let's. Sting me. The whiskey. The whiskey. Well, when that sting went off yesterday, Nick was on his phone yesterday when we woke up. 
And he, he was just checking Instagram. And, <laughs> and he's got oh, his little posting. video clips. Yeah, he's got his little video clips on Instagram. Yeah. And, and, and the, the audio of that started. And as soon as it did, he just went... Really? <laughs> it, was, it was so loud. I was just like... Oh, 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 no. <laughs> it kept coming on. Because on Instagram, yeah. when you're posting something, it keeps repeating it when you go back to it. It's like... Oh, uh, oh, dear. It, it was amusing. So we got we got to the whiskey show just as it opened about eleven thirty, and uh, I think we were quite lucky, really, because it's quite intimidating when you walk into that room. Uh, there's so much to do. There's so many options. You don't really know where to. Where I, I think if we had gone in there when we just started this podcast, we wouldn't have mm. had a clue what what to do and who who to go and see and all this that and the other. No. Um, and I think we were very lucky that the very first stand right there as we walked in was Elixir. Yeah, Chanel was literally waving um, at us as she started, yeah, so Ch- straight over there. Chanel and Julie were were there, and it was so nice for me to meet them both in the flesh. I just was like, yes! yes. And uh, it was a one- wonderful moment. Chanel LaCorey and Julie Hamilton, of course, from uh, we've had them both on in the past, episode 58 and episode 45. Um, so. Yes. Chanel is the reason we were massive in China for a little bit. Yeah, we worked that out. We don't know. Yeah, we think it is. We're giving her the uh, the credit because she used to be their rep in, or not their rep, someone's rep in the in that region. So we think it was because of her that we had a huge spike in Chinese listeners or people from China. Um, but yeah, we yes. uh, went straight over there, and our first dram Julie gave us was a Glen Elgin, apparently, and it was very nice. It was a good start. <laughs> So yeah, so so the way this works is as you go in, you get given a glass. That's your glass for the day. Yeah, and uh, yeah. and you just, here's a uh, perfect measure glass for, and you put it on the counter, and it will get poured. Someone will pour something in it. Not not massive drops, just a, no. enough to get a flavour. It varies. It, it varies, but yeah, yeah, it did vary. Yeah, uh, but it, yeah, it was great. It was great to see them both. And do you know what I liked about their stand? And I think actually, Nick, it put me into a bit of a full sense of what to come. To an extent, it made say, me yeah. a little bit disappointed with the rest mm. of the show. Whoa! No, you, you just <laughs> I say that. You didn't I wake say up that very. With a I say that very mildly. Bag full of stuff. Well, tell the listeners <laughs> yeah, then. What did you want? Well, from they, the day? well, what was really nice was at Lexi. They had some pins and some key rings, and I can see in the background of your Zoom chat, Nick, you've got your map of Isla on the wall. Beautiful little A3 map map of Isla. My, my escape. Yeah, there it is. Um, yeah, um, so that's in the background. But yeah, so Dave's they had, talking about they had swag, swag, essentially. They had yeah. swag. And they even did Skittles. You know, loved that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I was then thinking, oh, I'm, I'm going to come home with a bag of swag. I'm gonna come home with a bag of swag, and and no one, no one else had anything on offer. But obviously, we were drinking very expensive whiskeys all day long, so I'm not complaining. But yeah, I hope you're not complaining. Full, a full sense of uh, what was going to come. I was then expecting swag, mm. but they gave us whiskey. So thank Dave. you for the swag, Alexia. Yes, they did. No, but but Nick, I've got a, I've got a little pin that says Pete on it now. <laughs> didn't, I didn't have that before. Did I get one of those? Yeah, I was like, Nick, you've got to get that pin. Yeah, I was finding little bits of random things and little nooks and crannies in my bag, but uh, I didn't find one of those. I swear I'd pick one up, though. Anyway, but yes, uh, we started on the Glen Elgin there, and yeah, that was nice, wasn't it? Um, how, how are we going to do this? Are we going stand to stand, or are we uh, going to just... <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I think I think we just go go through. So we then we then tried to get out the whole room, just walk around, figure out where everything is, who everyone yeah. was, and, and try and try and just get our bearings, so to speak. It wasn't a ma- it toilet. wasn't a massive room, was it? It wasn't a massive no. massive. It was big enough, and we'll go into that later. Whether it was uh, whether one day was enough for us to cover everything, um, it wasn't a massive massive room. Um, the announcer was loud. But you know, the PA <laughs> guy. Be, but then, I suppose. <laughs> but exactly, it worked. Um, everyone listened to him <laughs> when uh, he was announcing <laughs> masterclasses, etc. Um, but yeah, we had a good little scope around, you know, to see who was there, and um, you know, a little look in the rooms, etc. Um, so it's like little, like uh, Waterford had a like their whole like room to themselves upstairs, 
selling there. Yeah, we should have gone back there. Ah, oh, we should have gone back there, shouldn't we? When we, we didn't have time. You know how much we didn't have time. You're right. Like, there's so many stores I really wanted to go back to, and at the end, it, we just mm. ran out of time. You know, the time we did have, we we're like, right, we've got to go say hi to this person because we didn't see them earlier. You know, we passed and they were busy. They were talking to someone. We don't want to interrupt anyone while they're talking to people. Um, but yeah, we just ran out of time at the end of the day. Um, you can find out anything you want to know about Waterford on their website, I'm sure. Um, if you want to. <laughs> Link in the description. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't, because I've already put down like, like, the links at the end. Whatever goes in the show notes today, it might be quite long. Anyway, but yes, um, cool room. Cool room. Um, some great looking stands. Um, some really caught our eye. Some I've completely missed. Like Gordon and McPhail, I would have loved to have gone to. I didn't even see but it. Just, it just didn't register with me. I didn't even see it's it. It's the one with the, where the 80 year old Glenn Livett was. Uh, yeah, I did, it didn't was, see it. <laughs> yeah, it was the, the big one. <laughs> it's the big one in the corner, of, corner of the room we didn't actually manage to get to. It was in the opposite right. side to the McAllen. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, we, we didn't really go over there, did we? No, we did. We were there. No, for- you took a picture oh. of it. You took a picture of it from the balcony. Oh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, <laughs> when we were there, we, yes. so we scouted the room, and then uh, once we'd finished our scout, we then were like, right, where should we go now? And we happened. The first, literally, the first stand we saw was this company called Lindor's Abbey Distillery, which is a lowland Scotch, and it's a new, it's a fairly new company. And the, what Nick was like, oh, that looks interesting because it was a really nice stand, and the bottle mm. was classy. And I was like, oh, Nick, 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 I've got one of these at home because uh, Ems, Ems, right, sent me a bottle recently or gave me one when when, when I did the top loader show, and it's been one I've been saying, oh, well, yeah, we should have a look at that. But I had no idea about this place, so we then got to go and talk to a guy called Tim Foster there. And, uh, and learn a little bit about that place, which was actually really quite fascinating. Um, so I'm sure that will be a whole podcast. But another lovely, we had two drops there, and I, the, the second one yeah, is one did. that wasn't released, and that was really special. Was I remember lovely. thinking, mm, 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 mm. Um, So for a scotch, what the one that made that interesting was it was uh, longer fermentation, wasn't it? it was similar to the English whiskey. I'm guessing because it's a new distillery, that's what they're starting with. But um, and there's this, and there's loads of interesting history there. Yeah, yeah, the history was great. Yeah, they're doing the STR casting um, again. They were helped set up by Jim Swan, who we talked about last week. I think it was in the episode. It was last it was. week. Yeah, in the Cotswolds episode. Yes, and so yeah, interesting little place. And yes, the story behind it's quite good. So um, yeah, we'll be talking about that at some point. I'm sure. Um, yeah. lovely bottle lovely bottle it's, it's, it's crazy how a bottle can draw you in and you learn more you know people say bottles don't matter well I think they do you know, it makes you feel good uh, good for yeah, your eyes I, uh, agreed uh, agreed and that will come up with that we'll come back to that so at this point I then said to Nick Nick I want to go and see Matt Hoffman at Westland we may you may remember Matt Hoffman from episode 35 35 uh, where mm. and the Garyana 4 uh, the, the fourth edition of the Gariana whiskey, which Westland re- released, is I've t- spoken about this loads. It's one of my favourites. It's one of the best things I've I've tried since we were doing this. Yeah. I was very keen just to go and say hello, see if they had anything new. Just also remind Matt that I think what they do is wonderful. So this is the for, for those who may not remember, this is the Seattle-based um, distillery over in the on the west coast, northwest of the United States. Yeah, making American single malts, which is a growing, uh, very much a growing classification over there. Um, but we got distracted en route to Westland yeah. by a yes. sign, by a stand that said, which American whiskey are you? And I was like, oh, Nick, let's just do this before, uh, before we go, because that seems relevant. And there was like a flow chart. Yes. Yeah, multiple yeah. choice flowchart. Like, are you a bear? Are you an eagle? And then it would split, and then it would <laughs> spirit oh, animal, and then it would, yeah. it'd build it. Is romance dead? Yes. No, not for me. And then it would go yes. elsewhere. Would you rather ride a horse or a Harley? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Turns out me and Dave answered opposite on every single question, and um, ended up with completely different whiskies. And the whiskies were actually the ones we we loved and went for. Like yeah. you ended up with it was four really roses, weird. and I found I something new. I found a new rye. Uh, James E. Pepper, which I very, very much enjoyed. Again, these are all whiskies. Hopefully, we'll have on at some point soon because uh, we spoke to some people, and hopefully, we'll some people come on to talk about them. Yeah, this this was a distributor stand, uh, a, the company called Spirit Cartel, and we spoke to to Callum and Rob and Rob. Yeah, it was Callum, wasn't it? We were speaking to. Yeah, 
Oh, no, yeah, uh, his name, Callum Robb was his name. Oh, right, yeah, right, okay. We, but, yeah, we spoke to Cal there. And so, essentially, they distribute different independent whiskies in the UK. Yeah, dis- yeah American distilleries, and, essentially. I think. Yeah. So, they had Four Roses, which was amazing. There is a new small batch select, which is coming to the UK market very soon, which I was able to try, which mm. was very nice indeed. Very, yes. very nice. But um, what you had this this rye, right? This Jamesy Pepper rye, which you loved because, of course, it's right. I did it love the value for money. Incredible, right? We you asked. It was like forty quid. Yeah, it's the more expensive uh, end of what I'd spend for all a bourbon or a rye, or whatever, um, and not feel too guilty about it, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it's around forty quid, and it's nice, and it reminded me a lot of like the Whistle Pig stuff, which is the taste I want to get. But Whistle Pig. Is very expensive, um, you know, to some people, including me, um, depending on your budget, everyone out there. But uh, yes. yeah, for 40 quid for the taste I was getting out of it is a, is a great, great whiskey. Well, I enjoyed stumbling across that, um, to be honest. But they also had another one on there, which I wanted to try and ended up trying, which was from Westwood, which is as in West Ward. Um, I tried their original. It's another Seattle-based, uh, no, they're from Portland. I mean, it's Portland. Oregon. Anyway. Oregon, yeah. The Oregon, it was yeah. Oregon. Oregon-based single malt whiskey, um, which is kind of weird because we were on the way to see Westland, which is the same kind of vibe, and uh, <laughs> yeah. stumbled across this. And to get there, we passed Starwood. <laughs> yeah, Starwood. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, this Westwood. So we... Westward. It's Westwood. Westward. It's pronounced Westwood, but it's spelled W-A-R-D. Um, yeah. Not Westwood, as in touching wood. But yeah, I loved it. It, had, it was marzipani and fresh grass. And again, it was a taste I hadn't experienced before. And I was really, really enjoying it. So that's another one um, we'll hopefully try on the show at some point. They had a stout um, edition that I tried, which was really yes. nice as well. Really, if just like chocolate, it turned to 11. It was amazing. And with, so, like with Westland, I liked the uh, the stock cheapest bottle, which again, fantastic. That's the one I preferred out of the two and that we tried from them. Well, so. I, I can't remember how much more the, the stout was. I can't remember asking it that question. It was 65 for the original one. So I'm not sure how much more it was. Again, same kind of vibe as Westland. So, Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah, we we both want to explore more of that. That's for sure. That was that was a new experience for us both for you, the Jamesy e. Pepper and the and the Westwood Ward Ward <laughs> West Ward. So that was a nice stand. But then we eventually got to to Matt Hoffman at Westland, and yeah, it's good to see him. Good to see him in real life. He let us try the Gariana Six, the new release of the Gariana. So we we tried the Gariana Five when when he was on the show. And obviously, I've spoke about the Gariana 4. Gariana 6 comes out in a couple of weeks. And Is it a couple of weeks? Oh, Is it that soon? My God. Well, yeah, he said November. Oh, yes. Yes. So yeah. I think it was October, end of October, beginning of November, he said. So, yeah, cool. But yeah, what a special drop. My palate isn't good enough to remember how it differed from the other two. Um, but I believe well loved it. And it was definitely, it was definitely Gariana-y, let's put it that way. And uh, it, was, <laughs> it was very nice. But yeah, he said it was going back to kind of more, well, Kind of sim- more similar to the four than the five, I think, is what he said. Yeah, it, it was like um, the four, but amped up a little bit. That's what it felt right. like to me anyway. So, yeah. of course, I loved it. Loved it. Yeah, Dave did enjoy that very much so. Uh, very I did. Much. Very, very much so. Very much so. Um, so, yeah, then, then we went for another little walk, didn't we, Nick? We went for a little, little walk around and a bright, colourful stand grabbed our attention, if you remember. Yes, it, or have you got it did. something else you wanted to jump in at this point? No, 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 no. We ended up at Compass Box. I've wanted to try Compass Box stuff for ages because I've heard great things from pretty much absolutely everyone. So we Mate, went, went to that very, stand. You went very made in Chelsea there. No, I didn't. For ages. You, the way you said that was really kind of like you've oh, God. been to oh. private school. What's going on? <sighs> you've changed. It's been down in <laughs> London for, uh, <laughs> for, for two, 24 two hours. Yeah, because yeah, that's how you spoke when you were down here living for 37 years. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we spoke <laughs> we spoke to Alex at, uh, at Compass Box and it was a really interesting chat. So the, what, what remind me what they do. They're, so they're a, they're, are they a blend house? Is that right? They're basically like an independent bottler, but they blend yeah. distilleries from everywhere. So they have complete freedom and... Really, really nice stuff. Which ones did we try, Dave? We had the Orchard House. Orchard House and the Canvas. Now, he had eight bottles in front of him, and they were the two that that we said we'd like to try. 
The Orchard House yeah. was the one they were clearly pushing because that was the, the colourful branding was all over their stand. Uh, yeah. Very flowery, flowery stand. Um, but the canvas just jumped out at me because I don't, I don't know, it was something about it that, that stood out. Now, what impressed me about Alex was he, I mean, granted, he'd been there for three days and he had these eight whiskies he had to learn about. But oh, yeah. each one, without looking at his notes, he would say, okay, so this one is 10% uh, name of a distillery, 16% another name of a distillery. And he knew their age, the ages from the different cars. Like, he knew the makeup of these whiskies, didn't he? He absolutely lived and breathed all the information and, and retained it. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, could have yeah. been making it all up, but I don't think he was. But no, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> he knew, he, 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 he could tell it wasn't just that he'd done his homework. That was his, I don't know, life's work. I guess he's uh, loving what he was doing. Um, yeah, and and he he said that being at a show perhaps isn't the best way to try a compass box because some of them, especially the the more expensive ones, he said you really want to sit down and 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 see if you can pick out the flavours from those different distilleries within it and seeing what it does, because some of them end up being quite complex because of the, the makeup. Mm. And I agree. I think I think they were, they were lovely what we tried. But I'd love to go back and revisit them. Really would love to revisit them. Yes, we would. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what they tasted like now. Um, but yeah, anyway. But yeah, we very much enjoyed them. Um, the great <laughs> yeah. labels as well. Labels are great. They're, they're known for their labels. Apparently, the one of the first people to kind of start doing that kind of thing, like really extravagant, oh. nice, different labels. I think um, we'll obviously go into that if hopefully when we have uh, one of them on the show. But again, it goes it goes back to what we said when we were talking about Lindors. You know that uh, the, the three three stands we visited now, which we didn't haven't done before, and they all looked bold and interesting and grabbed our attention. Yeah. Now the liquid may have been rubbish. But I don't recall it being rubbish. I remember it all being really lovely, which is why we're saying we want to go back and and, and, and visit revisit those whiskies and those companies. But because of how much was there, and we were there for one day, that was the thing that was pulling us in. I had mm. no in, no interest in going to the Lafroig stand, yeah, because it just looked like Lafroig, and I'm like, okay, cool, I, I know that. But when you see something colourful or slightly differently presented, and they're at a show like that and you've not heard of them, then, oh, that's new, or we have heard of them, but we haven't got round to it yet. Oh, actually, yeah, let's go over there. And so I think there's a lot to be said for trying to make yourself stand out a little bit and and your aesthetics. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, the one we talked about earlier on, um, the Spirit Cartel one with the flow diagram chart. It was a brilliant idea, yeah. and, it, and it sucked you in. Absolutely sucked us in, didn't it? Yeah. Bright, colourful stands, everyone. But some of the yeah. some sucked and us bold. in, but we didn't have a chance. So we went to the McCallum one, and then but there were so many people there. We were like, we're not going to get a dram or talk to anyone properly. Yeah, here. So we and it was the just same left. Yeah, we we sulked out of that, didn't we? Yeah. And it was the same with well, we. There was a couple of Japanese ones around that area that were just really busy, so yeah. we didn't we didn't go along. But as a result of that, we then stumbled upon uh, the Paul John mm. stand which is the Indian whiskey. Now, you may remember, listeners, that we tried uh, the Paul John edited on one of our early shows. I think it was one of our first world whiskeys we tried, Nick. Maybe even the it first. It was well early. It was well it early. It was in the first 20 shows, I'm you, pretty sure. It was episode 21. Oh, I said early 20s. 21. Yeah, nearly. Um, anyway, we weren't that impressed by it. It, was, it wasn't it was bad. We quite liked it. Uh, we just didn't think it was Indian enough, if that makes sense. It didn't have enough character of India. Now, we only had a tiny little sample each, um, but that was our vibe from that one expression that we had, which was in a sample yes, pack. Yes, we thought we, they we, were we making scotch, you know, trying to make a scotch. Which Recreate they had, scotch. And they did, yes, when we wanted something an Indian vibe or you know different so on this stand there was a lovely guy called Des who's a bartender in London and a thoroughly entertaining guy to spend some time with and he took us through a variety of, of their range starting with the brilliance which is their unpeated liquid and he explained all about the place in Goa where it's made and this that and the other and I really like this one Nick I really like this yeah. one I suddenly was like, oh, actually, now I'm thinking this is different. This is enough that makes it different. Now, 
the, the Paul John edited, we then found out, was, it was peated a little bit. And the peat they use is the one non-Indian ingredient. They import their peat from Isla. So it may well be that we were picking out some of that when we were doing the edited, which was making it seem like it wasn't uh, as Indian as we as we like, or it was more scotchy than than <laughs> than what we were hoping for. But this brilliance, <laughs> the one that was called brilliance, was uh, I really enjoyed it. And then we moved on and had we we oh God, we had all of it. We had one called bold, We'd like which five, little, I think, didn't we? Yeah, which had a little yeah. bit more of that peat in there, but not much. Enjoyed that. There was a PX cask, which you really enjoyed, and oddly, I didn't. Mm, I Not that I didn't PX enjoy cask. it, I just thought, it was like, ooh, the PX? You found it a, a bit, bit too sweet, much. didn't you? You found yeah. it a bit sweet, but I didn't find it sweet, and, you know, wasn't overpowering for me. I really enjoyed it. Um, but then they had a full peated one, which I really liked. What's going on? I know, <laughs> see? There are no rules, Dave. There are no <clears> rules. <throat> And and then there was one under the counter which he pulled out, which he didn't have much information on. It was called the Mithuna, M I T H U N A, and I remember that being really special, Nick. I can't remember anything about it. Yeah, that was very nice. I remember it being expensive, but uh, yeah, we loved it. But it was really nice to to get a full taste of the range, wasn't it? And say it go, oh, that's okay. It was. We were perhaps unfair when we did our review of the edit. It was early days for us as well. Episode 21. It was early days for us as well. Um, so, yeah, it's good to have a little bit of a recap of it. But, yeah, really enjoyed that. And uh, Des was a, an absolute legend. And I uh, hope he enjoyed his birthday the next day. Oh, yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Des. Yeah, happy birthday, Des. Um, right. Yes. Should, should we have a little st- yeah, sting little sting intermission, Nick, just to uh, break it up? St- what you got for me? I, I don't know. I, I'm, am I committing to these stings now? Oh, it's up to you. you also- <laughs> Ooh, fiddle. You're listening to Whiskey and Things. These British people talk funny. Well, yeah, especially Nick with his uh, weird accent that he's got going on at the moment. Mm, that was it was so nice. Anyway, I did not sound like that at all. You did. Anyway. You did. You absolutely did. Ro- roll back. Anyway, <laughs> play it again. Should talk about something that is nice. <laughs> I've wanted to try Compass Box stuff for ages because I've heard great things from pretty much absolutely everyone. Ah. Uh, Dude, dude, it's Tuesday. I need to get this out later. Okay, stop giving me extra editing work. Oh, lazy. Right. Anyway, things that are nice. Um, pickled onion monster munch. Yeah. Um, right. I'm not a yes. fan, but go on. <laughs> You're not a fan? Love it. Anyway, okay. I hated monster munch as a kid, but... Uh, okay. Well, we went to the Brook Laddie stand um, to have a little taste, and there... Um, you might have heard last week, uh, Rob Patchett of Cotswolds mentioned a tasting which was done in lockdown by Abby of Brook Laddie um, when she was pairing crisps with different whiskies. And she was there. So we said hi and uh, mentioned that she was in the show last week. And it turns out she had a packet of Monster Munch under the desk with her <laughs> right there. So we had a picture of her like that. And uh, yeah, we just tried some Brook Laddie stuff. Um, we started with their classic, which uh, Dave hadn't tried before. No. I think I'll try this somewhere. In terms of branding and aesthetics, this is a like a teal. Is teal the right colour? I'd say teal. Teal or mint. Yeah, teal um, I'll go Green, with. yeah, some um, kind of like bottle. light green. Matt's bottle. It's that colour everyone goes, that's green. No, that's blue. It's that one. Um, yeah. But their bottle is that colour. And you can't see through it. It's sort of like this lovely matte teal cut. And it's lovely and smooth on the touch. Again, aesthetics bottle. I love it. It's all part of it. Um, yeah. yeah, so we had some of that. Um, I very much enjoyed it. Uh, it's uh, yeah, Isla. It's the unpeated one. I thought this was a this was a standout for me. This was an absolute standout yeah. for me. Yeah, ridiculous, ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Obviously, we've had the Port Charlotte Ten from from Brook Laddie. I know it's not called Brook Laddie, but it's from that distillery, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We've so had, we've that, had before. that before. So we've we we bypassed that. We tried the Black Art Nine. Um, I don't think it's out yet. I think they're still on the eight. I think I tried um, to find it earlier on. Um, it was so good. That's I all I remember. So I think it's only just been announced. Yeah, the black art. This is Adam Hannett's expression. Uh, head distiller, or not master distiller. He doesn't like that. Um, so that's an expression from him. And uh, I, oh, lovely. Absolutely remember that's being gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, me too. I remember. In fairness, though, everything we had on this stand was amazing. Um, we, we then we yeah. then had what two different octomores. Yeah, we couldn't go there and not try the octomore. 
Yes. So we tried the 12.2 and then I think 12.3. It was. was. And uh, you hadn't had that before. And against, this is widely known as one of the peatiest whiskies around. They're trying to, they've always tried to push how much peat they can put in there, you know, 130, 160 parts per million. But yeah, a lot of peat going on. And uh, Dave, you said before, you're not really a fan of peated whiskies a lot of the time, but you keep finding ones you love. So what did you think of the Octomore? Well, but this is this is the thing. I, I wouldn't pick out a peaty whiskey first. Like if, I, if I'm looking at a whiskey shelf, I don't go to peat. I go to mm. other expressions because it tends to be a bit too much for me. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean I don't think they're any good. I just prefer other stuff. But these were so good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. These were so, 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 so good. But I still think I would go with the the classic Laddie over over all the other ones yeah. if I want something from from Brook Laddie. It was perfect for me. But um, yeah, these mm. these expressions and and the te- the twelve point three I preferred to twelve point two. And I, there's a difference, isn't there? That the, the point two and the point three is where the barley's come from and all that kind of stuff, isn't there? There's a lot yeah. of that terroir stuff going on. I think on, the isn't point there? three was local was barley. I- was Isla barley? Yeah, yeah, it was Isla barley. I think so. Um, but yes, they will have a yeah. The points actually are consistent each bottling. You know, it's not just another version. Each like point two, point three, it's the same thing that changes each time as they go through the year, which is which is awesome. So yeah, very much enjoyed those. And and it was great talking to Abby as well. So hopefully we'll get her on at some yeah. point. Yeah. Get her on the pod. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the words of I don't know, but, but Rob Patchett. In the words of Rob Patchett. Rob, Rob Patchett. Pod. That's what he messaged me when he saw it on Instagram. <laughs> we bumped into her. Um, so, yeah, we then we then went to a masterclass, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And after the masterclass, we bumped into David Robinson um, for, of, of Jean-Luc Picard fame. Yes. And he definitely isn't tall enough to be a basketball player. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, yeah. I'd met him a couple of times before, so Pull I knew back. how tall he was. But he's a very smart man. Yes. As in smart, yeah, both in terms of knowledge and in terms of how he's dressed. He was on like the fancy stand, love the uh, a stand called Secret Space Side, which is uh, Pony Ricard's kind of. Uh, I want to say I'm getting the impression it's their higher end kind of more harder to find distilleries. We're trying some really really old and nice stuff. Um, what was it? Brays of Glenlivet was one we tried, and um, yeah. we tried a 25, a 27, and a 30 year old. Of those, the thirty-year-old is like a four, the four hundred and fifty quid for a bottle of the thirty, not including VAT. Yeah, not including VAT. But yes, <laughs> I, I preferred the twenty-five. It had this uh, pineapple note, which was just screaming out at me, and I was, I was absolutely loving it. Yeah, twenty-five. I'm not saying lovely. I preferred the cheapest, the least expensive one is one I was because we, we're talking like two hundred quid a bottle ish. Yeah, you know, and a couple they, of these and some of the others. David really looked after us here, and, and we got to try some really nice. Really nice stuff, uh, and he talked us through it really well. What a what a great presenter David is, though. Oh, he's a pro, absolute pro. We wouldn't necessarily have picked up on that on Zoom, but seeing him do his thing and using his bartending skills and all that kind of stuff was a lot of fun. It was like, ah, look at him go. Very, he was a showman, very entertaining. And yeah, absolutely. Um, so it was yeah. great to see David. It was a cool little tasting because it was, it was us there and doing it. But then we had two other gentlemen who we got chatting to next to us as well. Um, lovely guys. Lovely guys. So yeah, we made friends while we were at this at this uh, tasting as well. And um, yeah. So yeah, we did those we, three. Then we did, a, I think, a Glen Keith, 28-year-old. A Glen Keith, 28. Yeah. Um, remember that being very nice. And Longmorn, 23-year-old. Um, I can't remember much about these, but they were... Again, very, very lovely. Yeah, well, I mean, we weren't. Uh, the, the key about this is you, you don't do, you don't really remember your tasting notes, but it's just an impression, isn't it? Like, I, th- I think it was. Um, yes. Well, some I can, like that pineapple note from the first one. I remember that. You know. Yeah, D- D- Dave Broom said that whiskey shows are the worst place to actually do a tasting. You'll get an impression, but it's not actually. You won't do a full tasting because you've, you've got your senses are bombarded with so much. Um, uh, but the impression of this stand, all all of those whiskies was, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> How's the whiskey? Yes, yes. <laughs> I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yes, yes. Didn't he give us something else special from underneath as well? 
Maybe. No, he gave us some Glenlivet new make. Didn't oh he? yeah, we started off with started Glenlivet, with the Glenlivet new, new make. make, which we'd yeah. never had before, and it's so different to the other new makes we'd had. Yes. I love this. Oh my god, forgot about that. Yeah, it was it was different. A lot of the other new makes we'd had were kind of the long fermentation kind of new makes, the Bimbers, and I've got the uh, or I've got the Buffalo C- Trace, which is Cooper of course is the bourbon. Yes, this was our first kind of I don't know, like space size needs to be aged a long time new make you know not a long time you know 12 plus years or something that's the first time we've had that and it was it was noticeably different to the other stuff which is good it's what you want to want to get you know it doesn't all taste the same no it was interesting that was really interesting then just across the way nick we then bumped into another one of our, our zoom friends our podcast friends Stuart baxter we did um he's changed companies now um, he has. He was with Douglas Lane. He was with Douglas Lane when he came on the show uh, before. Now he's changed. He's changed teams um, to the Interbev Group. We saw him at the Bell Blair stand. Um, yeah, he was there moonlighting between Bell Blair and Old Pot Old Poltenani. How do you say that? Old Poltenie. Old Poltenie. Poltenie. Mm. Good old Poltenie. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we, we, we had some Bell Blair. And this was this was interesting for us. By this point, I mean, I'll be brutally honest, by this point, I've not got any idea in terms of flavour profiles of what was going on. No. I, just, I remember enjoying what we were having, but I wasn't. It was now getting so hard to distinguish stuff from the other just because our taste senses had just been overloaded with different things. Yeah, it was more for me. We'd just done, I think, six like Speyside whiskies or something. And then we'd gone to another Highland and I just couldn't, it was just too much of a similar flavour profile to like start picking stuff out for me. Which one thing I'd kind of take away is maybe alternate styles of whiskey, you know? You know oh, that's a good idea. You yeah. Because after this, we went somewhere else and they something completely different and it tasted fantastic. And it was just like, bam, you know? Um, but yes, I even, I even said, I'm like, these are really nice. At the moment, I'm having trouble picking things out because I just had all these over there and, you know, and he was he was very nice about it, you know? But yeah, but Babler, we did back on our YouTube, the very first episode of our YouTube thing back in 2014 <laughs> where we didn't have a clue what we were doing. Yes. Uh, so it's interesting to now tr- try and some of that knowing a little bit more and although yes wasn't necessarily doing a proper tasting of it thoroughly enjoyed thoroughly enjoyed the 12 15 and 18 that we tried yeah it was just nice chance to Stuart and having a dram yeah, you absolutely know, so, you know absolutely we tried the, fif- um, the 12 the 15 and the 18 i believe if i've got that right if i remember but we we need to get Stuart back on anyway because if you remember Nick when we had him on you and I were, we're awful. We're the mayor, didn't we? <laughs> we couldn't we couldn't string a sentence together and he carried us. So yeah, it'd be great <laughs> to get him back on and to talk about uh, Bal Blair or or old old Poltz, um, as I'm now going to call it. Old Portnoy, old po- <laughs> the old Mike Portnoy. <laughs> That's a dream theatre drummer, everyone. Uh, uh, even I got that. You got I that. love that. Yeah, yeah. That's a muso joke. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, they were nice. But yeah, after great that, to see Stuart. it was great to see him. So after that, we're like, right, we need something completely different. Well, no, if you remember, we ran out of time and we wanted to go up to see Bimba and Boutique, which this, were next to each other. Yes, yes, yes. And we and we got up there and they were both quite busy. And opposite them was the Oxford Artisan Distillery, mm-hmm. which we have been talking about, or I've been talking to you about for a while, is one I've been wanting to try. Yeah. Um that I haven't got round to yet. And they had a few things on there. We, I didn't get the guy's name. He just had a great moustache. Yeah, the amazing moustache. Moustache man. Like one of those big, proper curly ones. Yeah. Uh, the well-groomed, dapper-looking things. Oh, yeah. Really smart. Smart guy. He's so, a dapper damn man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but they were... They just released, or they released a bunch of rise. I think it's the first English rise, I want to say. Um, yeah. So we tried a few of those. Yeah, absolutely. And their corn whiskey as well. Do you remember the corn whiskey we had? Oh, I do remember the corn whiskey. That was amazing. Was it 100% corn or just a lot of corn? I think it was a lot of corn. No, it was corn mixed with wheat, I believe. Ah, uh, yes. Um, but the rye that. was 95% rye and then the 5% barley, etc. So um, I, was in, I was loving that, but it's just what I needed at that point. I was... High, yeah. Highlanded out at that point, and I just wanted this these rides scotched out. Yeah, and it was this lovely. is this a really interesting company which we will look into further and do a full show on because it's really interesting. It's all local, organic. It's it's really 
wonderful what they're doing. Uh, but and they've got really interesting steals. Uh, yeah. yeah. So we, yeah, Nick, it's one we need to get to. I think. Yes, that's 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 doable. That's doable. Um, of course, in Oxford, which is a good meeting place for us, Dave. Yeah. But uh, there we go. So yeah, that was cool. And then yeah, we're waiting. Well, we caught a bit of Bimba and um, got to meet Dave Worthington in person. Yeah. As well. And they were really, these were really fleeting. This was last. Hey, how's it going? This was at last pour, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like yeah. 10 past six. Last pour. So try a little bit of this. Okay, cool. Try a little bit of this. Yeah. Oh, that's really lovely. Try a little yeah. bit of this. Oh, that's lovely. Here's some samples. <laughs> here's that. You know, here's the yeah, remainder yeah. of this bottle. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Put that in your bag. Yeah. Oh, thank you very much. Put that in your bag. <laughs> I went home wearing a Bimba uh, polo top. <laughs> <Did you> <laughs> so I ended with some swag. Got some swag in the end. <laughs> yes. Well done. Um, but yeah, so it was very late. Yeah, we started, We tried Bimba. Um, we tried a two-year-old PX car, uh, finish, which of course isn't out yet. It's got needs another year at least. Um, but yeah, we tried this two-year-old um, thing they've got going on, which was under the counter. So that was nice. Um, Luke was there. Obviously, said Matt was there. We mentioned Matt earlier. Yeah. His article. But uh, So yeah, yeah it was good just to touch base up there. Again, we we're just kind of just running around trying to, you know, say hi. Annabelle Thomas was there. We, um, we missed from her. From McNeen. Yeah. Well, we saw her, but she was talking. Again, didn't want to interrupt. And we and when we got back up there, she, she'd gone home. Um, but uh you know, hello, Annabelle. If you're probably not listening, you've got much more important things to do <laughs> than listen to us. But uh, yes, we did try and say hi. But uh, there we go. And then obviously went back downstairs, finished up at Elixir again. Yes. I, was, I don't think we had another pour at that point because I think it was over. It was but over, we yeah. we got to at least say goodbye. It was bookended, yes, with uh, Elixir. So so yeah, that's uh, that's our rundown of the stands. And again, there were so many more. We'll do a little run up, run down at the end of what we things we might have learned and things we do differently. Yes. Yes. But for now, let's uh, smooth. Sting me. Sting. Oh, so many. Oh, so many. I'll just play this. Don't buy people whiskey stones, no matter what you do. <laughs> we bumped into Billy Abbott, didn't we? As we went into our masterclass, we bumped into Mr. Billy Abbott and had a photo with Billy, <laughs> which is good. It was good to see him. Yes, that was. Yes. Oh yeah, that, that works quite well because we know about to talk about the mini masterclass we went to. It was entitled "What Affects Our Taste," and it had uh, it was hosted by Dawn Davies, who's uh, Whiskey Exchange's head buyer, and she's a wine sommelier. Um, Dave Broom, we talked about him before, author, and probably Great many other things. Lovely. Yes, and uh, Ryan Chetty. Um, some people might know him as Mr. Lion. He's a cocktail bartender. I think he has several different bars going on around around the country and the world. I think. But uh, yeah, cocktail guy. So yeah, it was all about how external influences, etc., would affect our taste. Really good value, this one. It was only a five-hour masterclass. We had four glasses in front of us. And um, yeah, they basically went through how perhaps climate or colour or... Well, it went into social glass, situations. Social situations will affect how you enjoy your whiskey and how, you know tastes you or might get anything. out of it. Or anything. They're talking about how the, uh, the internal colour of a restaurant will affect how the, the food and whiskey or anything you have will taste. Um, when you're at the seaside, you know, the smells, the sounds are going to affect how that bottle of wine tastes for you or something. It's really, really yeah, interesting. There's a few takeaways. Apparently, one in 10 people can't taste black pepper. Yeah. Which is nuts. That is nuts. Bear in mind that's a that's a really common like we put it on our food. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone puts it on there. It's like salt and pepper on every dinner single dinner table. Mm. And black pepper, one in ten people don't pick out the flavour of. That's mad, isn't it? Which is nuts. Yes. Um another thing she said affects things is humidity. Because apparently like there are some days where yeah. you can't taste properly. Apparently she would go for tastings and stuff and she'd take one sip and be like, No, not today. Like Something's like it's either too humid or something's changed in my palate today. I'm not doing this tasting today. And it was really interesting, uh, that yeah. kind of things. They had two whiskies in front of us in perfect measure glasses. One was kind of pale and one was slightly darker, shall we say, Dave. And we had a bit of a taste and they asked us uh, which ones we preferred. And I stayed silent. A lot of the room were, were, were picking out different notes in the second one. Yeah. I, I, I stayed pretty quiet, but you piped up. I said, they're very similar to me. And as soon as I said that, I thought, 
which is what she then said was, they're the exact same whiskies. One just has caramel colouring in it. So it's again, it was about the colour and how the colour of the whiskey affects your how you think of it. Perception of what flavours you think are going to come yes. out of it. Is this richer? Yeah, this, that and the other. So that was really interesting. And then Dave, they had um, other whiskey, well, the same whiskey, again, in different glasses. There was one in like a posh cut glass tumbler, one in like almost... It was like a tumbler. A fat tulip. A fat tulip, like... <laughs> a fat tulip. Yeah, with like a trumpet end to it, you know, kind of thing. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so we're tasting the same whiskey and to see how they tasted from different glasses, which we talked about before on this show. And um, Dave asked a question and got a great answer, I thought. Yeah, because cause basically the whiskey didn't taste anywhere near as good in these two glasses. And one yeah. in particular just almost had no flavour at all. So it was a... We just didn't get the, you didn't get a smell. That was what it was no. for me. The smell was just, the vapours were just going all over the place. So then I was reminded of the question that Nick brought up. I can't remember when you brought this up, Nick. Who did you bring it up with? I asked Billy Abbott. That was it. Is it okay to take your own glass to a bar? And the barman, Ryan Chetty, said, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And was very vocal about it. <laughs> yeah. He said, basically, if you're going to a good whiskey bar or a restaurant, they should have the right kind of glass, even if it's some kind of cherry glass or, or, or they should have something that, especially if you're buying a nice whiskey, they should have something. And if, if they bring it up on a glass which isn't to your taste, you should be able to say, mm, can you put it in this? Yeah. But if they don't have anything, it's perfectly acceptable for you to, to whip out your own one. Say, can I drink it in this, please? Yeah, that was good to hear. I thought it was turning into a real whiskey snob, but it's nice to know that they care about taste. You know, I mean, and Dawn brought up some other uh, time when she refused to drink something in a glass because she was like, this is 500 pounds, whatever. It's like, I'm not going to be able to experience it properly in this glass. Can I have something else? You know? Yeah, they put wine in a tumbler. Was that what it was? That was it, yeah. 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 She was like, no, absolutely not. Do not, I'm not drinking this out of this. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was yeah it was very interesting. It was really, uh, it, I mean, it, it kind of obvious. Many of it was a lot of it was quite obvious, but just reinforcing what you always think about this stuff. Like, how many times have you bought something when you're on holiday, mm. like a, a glass of wine? I remember when I was in Istanbul and everywhere I was going was having this Turkish apple tea, which was the nicest thing ever. Like, it was such a lovely drop. So I got some flat packed, yeah, um, vacuum packed stuff to bring home and every time I made it at home it just was uh. yeah just from well yes it's the smells especially yeah and, and the water used and the air and all that kind of stuff the way it's heated all those things all those local de- differences that will make it taste different yeah yeah it will so yeah that was interesting so yeah a really good little uh cheap masterclass not cheap but you know what I mean it was still nice you know a lot of the other masterclasses I was looking at were expensive because they were basically tastings of some really nice whiskies and stuff yeah yeah Um, and yeah I don't want to do too many masterclasses as well I think depending how long you have there and they're they're probably definitely worth it because we only had a day I thought just having a cheeky like five pound one in the middle of the day was a cool little uh, it really cool little broke, broke the day up it did break the it day it really off. broke the day up and, and you know we were sitting there for an hour with only a tiny little bit of whiskey that we had and in that period I drank so much water while we were sitting there yeah um, but again we, we were on a table with two, with two guys I think it was James and Graham I think that was their uh, names Jay I think it was yeah and uh Lovely, lovely. It was nice to have a bit of a chat with them, find out what their experience of the whiskey show had been like. Jay had this amazing IKEA hat. You know the blue, <laughs> <laughs> you know the blue IKEA bags. Yeah, yeah. He had one turned into like a fishing hat. Yeah, it was great. It was amazing. I was like, this is an amazing hat. Um, very amusing. Very, very amusing. But so yeah, yeah. A, a really nice, a really really nice uh, breaking up of the day. Yeah, and as well, I think these masterclasses. If you've bought a ticket. Um, you're able to look at them online on repeat, I think. If you, oh, I, nice. I'm pretty sure that is. I'll be putting links and stuff in the show notes to those. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah. Anyway, if you're allowed on it, I'm not sure. I need to check up, check up on that because the, the virtual whiskey show is still going on right now. Uh, so oh, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, till Friday, I think, or till Saturday, one of the two. No, Woo! no. But uh, but yeah, I'm whiskeyed out one day. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, should we do a little roundup, Nick? Yeah. Sting me. Whiskey? Without that one? No. Without that one? No, these are different. There's a minute difference, Dave, right? That's usually the one I play first. 
There's that one, and there's this one. The whiskey. See how it goes down <laughs> at the end? <laughs> oh, my God. Never picked up on those never subtle differences. That. No. And uh, Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And talking of differences, Nick, <laughs> what would you do differently next time you went to a show? This is our first show. So what would you do differently? Um, firstly, I, I didn't. I would take photo of everything I try, um, just yeah. so I can remember things a bit better. And as well, maybe maybe a good way of just kind of um, keeping track of how much you've had throughout the day as well. Yeah, maybe. But no, yeah, um, it's good just to kind of uh, remember what you've done. Another thing, I touched on it a bit earlier, but next time I would alternate styles of whiskey that I try because when we were doing all the scotch and all all the space side, whatever, when we got to Bal Blair after the space side stuff. It was just another scotch, a little bit, even though it's not. I wanted to give it its proper, proper juice, as it were. And then we went upstairs and had the rye, and it was completely different, and it was it was lovely. And it, so, yeah, I would alternate some some things. Um, yeah. It's it's pretty much laid up like that if we'd been clever, though, wouldn't it? Because opposite the, the space side bit was Redbreast. Oh, yeah, yeah, again. I've, and we bypassed that and went to Balblair because we wanted to see Stuart, right? Yes. And that, yeah. Which is that important. It. Yeah. But actually, if we'd if we'd had some Irish at that point, I would have loved it. Yeah, I really wanted to go there. I missed it. There's, there's a few. Um, yeah, I wanted to go there. I wouldn't have minded. We thought about it, but we didn't have time. Langaton were there, the Swiss guys, and I would have loved to have tried another Langaton, which didn't have a Chardonnay finish. Because I'm sure there's something there I would have loved. Um, <laughs> but uh, alas, no. Um, but yeah, I would have loved yeah, to sim- have tried sim- that. Similar to like what we did with Paul John, right? Actually, to go go to there see their full range and, and find one yes. rather than have this one little sample from one edition that yeah. we, we had. Yeah, which... yeah, exactly. Is one day enough, Dave, for you? No. It's not, is it? You think it's going to be. It's, you can't rush things. You know, you... I think that, I think that was for me was the annoying part is right at the end we did rush a few and it was like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I've got, I've got no real memory of what we tried at Bimba. No. I remember, I remember like in the, the world whiskey blend at, boutique but by that point I can't even remember having that yeah who the hell knows yeah but I remember Dave giving us a little bit of that and being like "Mm, this is nice yeah I remember like liking everything up there I just can't remember specifics it was a bit manic at the end there because everyone was starting to pack down as well um yeah but it is things you can't rush and as well like you think you can try one but you know you're starting to talk to someone and they they come out with the phrase right let's start with this one you know it's the less start and then they take you through a journey you know um, it's not just one whiskey here, one whiskey there. And you can't rush because you just want to enjoy it, you know. And if you do yeah. rush, you're going to get smashed as well, which is not the idea. Yeah. I mean, so I think there was about 100 stands. And I think over the three days, you'd struggle to do all of them correctly. Yeah. There was a, but there was there was plenty yeah. of them, which I also, I'm like, I could I don't care about that. I know what you mean. I mean, we walked so, past the Highland Park one and we're like, it, was, yeah, it wasn't very don't. inspiring. And we've had it before. And nothing against the whiskey or the people there, but we're just like, you know, you had other ones which are catching our eye, like the compass box, yeah. et cetera, and other yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, um, Ones you find less on the high street is what I'm more interested in just because yeah. that's what I want to go. I want to go to discover things. I don't want to go to have things I've already had, mm. right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah, obviously repaying visits to like Garyanas or New Garyanas, that was fun. Um, so Buffalo Trace, I wasn't going to go to the Buffalo Trace one, um, yeah. as much as I love Buffalo Trace, it was not one, it was not on a priority, but I love it, but I've had, yeah. you know, um, but they had like a separate Blantons. I was expecting like Buffalo Trace to have like all their Eagle Rare and Blantons and stuff under one thing, but they're, they're all separate. Um, I don't think Eagle Rare were there. Anyway, again, can't remember. There was so much going on. I've got the little pad here. I, don't, I looked at the, uh, the map of this of the place once, I think. I didn't look at it. I only looked at it to find the toilets, I think. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. But uh, any other things you do differently? Um, no, no, other than what we've already said, I, yeah, well, I would like to have eaten at some point. But Yeah, again, I wasn't hungry. It was weird. We we had a yeah, ticket. We should, we should, like have, done, token, we but, should uh, have at least done before we went out. Yes. Had, had a food break, I think. Yeah. That would have made me feel better yesterday. Yeah, we should have done that. <laughs> Schoolboy error today. on our part. It was a schoolboy error, but we, you know, you're with you're with people and and so on and so forth. Yes. You're being social, exactly, causing trouble. Yeah. So, but um, should we move on to favorite drams? What's your uh, you got a favorite dram of the day? Well, well I, I think the Gariana Six, yeah, for me was amazing. But uh, I think that's no surprise because I love Westland. 
and and uh, go, going into that uh, masterclass, you know, you have pre- preconceived notions of what something's going to be. So I think I think I would have enjoyed, like, I think I probably expected that to taste nice. I think for me, the, the real breakthrough moment I had was the, the, the classic, the, um, the Brookladdy classic. Brookladdy. I love that. I thought that was, I thought that was really special. Mm. And especially, especially in terms of get value for money as well. Like so many of what, what we had was ridiculously expensive, which to be honest, I'm not going to be able to afford. Um, but what, what we had there was a high street whiskey price. Mm. That was really smart. Yeah. Um, so yes, I think I think that's the one that I, I definitely want to put on my list, and I think it's a beautiful bowl. Um, it's a beautiful. But yeah, I, I, my memory right at the end was the World Whiskey Blend from Boutique was amazing. Right. And I need to. I want to have that again, but it was right at the end, and I can't remember how. Like in my head, I was like, I need this. Yeah. Like, this is one I need. Yeah, um, I'd like to spend some more time with that. Because um, of course, there's a lot of flavors going in there. So I was, you know, I'd be really yeah. intrigued to look back on, to be honest. Um, but yeah, about a- you, what's your favorite dram? Uh, I've got a short list of three here. Ones I just remembered, like um, that American single malt from Westwood, Westward, um, was really nice because I, I remember the taste. I remember the marzipan and the fresh cut grass. It was so just fresh and. It, you know, I remember it. it. I come, you know, two days later, it really made an effect on me. That was beautiful. The Octomores were fantastic. Um, yes, very, very much enjoyed those. And the, the Black Art 9. I think my dram of the day would be the Black Art 9, I think. It was just, again, absolutely beautiful. Beautiful. It was very different as well. My, my mm. memory of it is that it was like, oh, this is, this is different. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go with that one, I think. Um, but yeah, there was so much we tasted and it was such a great day. Um, yeah, very much enjoyed it. It was just to me, as I said, mate, we, we drank, we drank a load of great whiskey. For me, it was just nice to meet, be out meet, meeting people, you know, seeing Jen, one of our patrons was there, hanging yeah. out with her for a bit, hanging out with people we've met through doing podcasting, whether Chanel, Julie, you know, Dave Worthington coming up and having a chat, you know, Matt, Matt McKay saying a lot, like people saying hello to us who we've had on. That was a really, like to, to be in the flesh. And we've spoke about this on Zoom call. So, oh, it'd be great to have a drama with you. And we're like, oh yeah, can't wait. And there we were actually doing it. And there we were. It was less, for me, it was less about the whiskey and more about that yeah. experience mm-hmm. of this is what this is all about. We're, we're drinking a nice spirit, which is enhancing our social situation. Yeah, that no, was good. Absolutely. I second all that. It was, uh, yes, lovely to, uh, yeah, actually hang out with people in real life, real life. After 80 episodes, we finally got there. Yeah. And if, uh, if anyone else was there and they had a favorite or something that we haven't spoke about, please let us know so that we can, we know that we need to look out for it in the future. If there was a story of a particular distillery or whiskey that really caught your attention, we'd love to know about it. You're listening to the Whiskey and Things podcast. That's pretty much how it sounded yesterday morning, I think. Uh, mate, that's how I felt. <laughs> so I sounded yesterday morning. I had to do a gig last night and I was doing all the Johnny Cash songs. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My low range was on fire. I was like, yes! Bit of Nick Cave. Nick Cave yeah. come out. <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So there we go. That's our little uh, roundup. I'm not sure how long that was. Um, but uh, yes, of the Whiskey Show 2021, um, I'm going to be putting a link to the whiskeyshow.com in the show notes and the social media accounts you might want to hear. Um, I will also be putting some like affiliate link stuff to some whiskies I can find on the Whiskey Exchange and any other random notes we might have talked about. I'm going to hopefully put some stuff down there. So. Definitely put that Matt, Matt McKay article up, Nick. Yes. I retweeted it, so you'll find it fairly, fairly easy on the Whiskey and Things Twitter page. Wicked. And uh, yes, everyone we met on the way, hope you're enjoying your whiskey coins. We managed to get one to you. Uh, yes. 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 But we have other whiskey coins as well, which are available on our site as well. On our website, yeah. whiskeyandthings.com. Yes, indeed. And you can become a patron at patreon.com forward slash whiskey and things. That would really help the show. And you get a coin if you do that. Do get a coin. So there you go. Look at that. Look at that incentive. Look at that. Yeah. Right. Uh, Nick, I definitely want to go to the whiskey show next year. I'm not sure about you. 
Um, I'd like to do more than one day, so hopefully we will do that. Yes, uh, let's try and keep let's try and look keep an eye out for the dates and uh, and and put that in the diary. Yeah, hey, we could do two. I think like the Paris whiskey show was last week. I think they're like oh, oh, I think they're back to back. Yeah, I think they're back to back most. Well, I would assume they probably do it back to back most years if they. Uh, so everyone can come into one Ladies and gentlemen, please join our Patreon so that Nick and I can go to Paris. Yes. <laughs> you have one year. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Well, I think the Angels have had more than had their share this week. Those bl- I don't think there was enough left for the Angels, to be honest, this week. Um, but we've had ours. So, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, that's 81. Done. Cheers. Thanks, thanks for coming. Whiskey and Things has been brought to you by And Things Productions. I've wanted to try Compass Box stuff for ages. 